You're listening to the Retro Guardians. Okay, now what? Buckle up. you ever bought or rented a videotape that wasn't quite right? <laughs> Groovy. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Hasta la vista, baby. Retro Guardians. Hello and welcome to another episode of Retro Guardians. I'm Jay. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about... A really unique uh, style of movie that was very popular in the 80s and 90s, and it is nothing more than the spoof movie uh, genre. Or parody movie. Yeah. And we have one actor that comes to mind every time we talk about spoof movies. In particular with our generation. I think Mm. he sort of speaks more to our generation than he does of later generations. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Yes, the one and only. Um, How did Leslie come to this Ben because I, I understand he started off in serious acting like he wasn't a comedy actor at the start. No no he wasn't um, I remember him in the Poseidon Adventure he'd done a lot of television and I believe he was also in the original Creep show as well Jay so he'd done even a little foray into horror. Yeah. He was a struggling actor I know this for a fact so he literally was looking for the next job it wasn't sort of that's the way he wanted his career to go it was literally whatever made, made an income from him he would take yeah. So he did The Police Files, which was the beginning of what would become the Naked Gun series, which was as a television series. And um, it only went for a one or two, I think it was only two seasons. It didn't go for a long, long time, um, if I seem to remember correctly. What year was that? Very early 80s. 80s, okay. And then his foray into comedy started with, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Airpo- uh, Airplane? Yeah, correct. Uh they had a tendency, and I think it was the two Zucker brothers, and there was a third member. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was... In Airplane? Yeah, the, the, the creators. If Jim remember. Abrams. Yeah, Jim Abrams, David and Jerry Zucker. Yeah. They had started off with John Landis doing the Kentucky Five movie, which essentially was a, a parody yeah. takeoff movie, which was very quick, down and dirty filming and got it done very quickly. That became a success for them. And they had started off doing it as a live uh, theatre production. That's how it became that. So once that movie made a bit of money, they were able to go and to a major studio and go, we would like to do a send-off of Airp- Airport was the original one, which was in the 70s. It was a disaster movie, but they wanted to make a comedy version. So they did the pitch, okay. But they hired a lot of serious actors and they told them, approach it serious. We don't want you to be funny. We want you to be... Serious. So they got them, Lloyd Bridges, who would go on to be in the Hot Shots movies with them as well. And they even got Robert Stack. They were very famous, serious actors, and yet it worked. And there's the famous parody of him doing, Surely you must be blah, blah, blah. No, and don't call me Shirley. He, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. that famous joke came from. Don't call me Shirley. The, this movie, one of the first, well, Air, Airplane being one of the first parody movies, it was obviously a massive success. 1980, yes. It it was made for $3.5 million and it raked in $171 million. That is insane. Now, on a side note, we had talked about another film a while ago called Used Cars with Kurt yes, Russell. Yes, 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 yes. That film, Airplane actually railroaded at Used Cars. 
they um, I don't know if it was the same studio I think it was but they put more emphasis on that film and I think that's the reason that one made money and, and used cars didn't yeah but it definitely became the trend that they went let's see what other ones we could do with this they did a sequel and which involved the space shuttle for airplane yeah they did oh. now also folks it was renamed in Australia as flying flying high, high yeah. I don't know why, but anyway, it was. And it is it is very common to see it go by both names with the different streaming platforms. and That's the thing about that now, yeah, with the, with the platforms. You can see several different names sometimes. But there were a lot of serious actors in this film. I seem to remember that. I remember the automatic pilot, Jay. Do you remember yeah. that sequence? Otto, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a blow-up doll. Yes, yes. <laughs> I always remember that one. I always remember that joke. And at the end... Is a female automatic blow-up doll that right. goes into effect at the very end. So I always remember that too. What's your vector, Victor? Yes. Yeah. I also remember Peter Graves was in this movie, Jay. Peter Graves was a very serious actor once again, famous for Mission Impossible, the TV show. Yep. And I think it also featured a certain um, basketball... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Next to Peter Graves. I don't know who it is. He was in Game of Death with uh, certain Mr. Bruce Lee, and he was also in the original um, The Stand, okay. Bring Out Your Dead. Right. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jahar. I hope I'm, oh, yeah, okay. I hope I'm saying it properly. I, I'm, not, I'm not good with names, folks, I swear. But he was one of the very first yeah, to come out of uh, basketball into film and television. And he's still around now, I know. I've seen him pop up in a few things recently. But... Um, there's a kid. There's a joke in it about him, and I never understood it as a kid. Now, as an adult, I get it. The kid kept saying, "Aren't you such and such?" From you know, and he goes, "No, I'm such and such, the airplane yeah. pilot." So now that joke makes more sense. So yeah, sometimes those jokes were a little over our head or too early for our time, but now you absolutely understand them. So from airplane, he's gone on to make Police Squad, right? So right. 1982. Yep. Uh, playing detective Frank. Draben? Frank Driven or Frank yep. Draven, yeah. So this ripped off a heap of police comedies. Oh, yeah, it? heaps of them. Heaps of them. All the serious ones like Dragnet yeah. and that too. How yeah. many seasons, Jay? Uh, ooh, that, uh, yeah. one season, six episodes. That's what I thought, yeah. Uh, so after the six episodes of Police Squad... Uh, There's a famous scene in it where yeah. he yells, cover me. And Frank, Fro this is his partner, uh, Frank throws a blanket over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where that, that set the tone for those ones. I remember from. the opening credits of Police Squad with that siren that yeah. went through, like, everyone's kitchen and all that sort of stuff. Each movie of the three movies did it differently. Yeah. There's even one scene where it goes into the trench in Star Wars. And yes. there's even one scene where it goes into the Jurassic Park. Ah, hang on. That's what I'm thinking of. So that, that same opening sequence is in The Naked Guns, right? Yes, it yeah. was at the last one, the 33 and three quarters one. Yeah, yeah, cinema, yeah. With the movie one. With, okay. With the Oscars, yes. Yep. So Police Squad, tell me a little bit about the parody that was de de sort of depicted in that. So you mentioned it ripped off like Dragnet and stuff. It was all the serious sort of cop show buddy ones of the 60s and 50s more yep. than anything. And I thought, I knew it didn't go long, but for whatever reason, Leslie always believed in it. He believed in the character. He believed in the, uh, the subject material. So he felt... He really wanted to pursue it. Now, I know it took him a long time to get the movie made. So it was 82, I think, the show, Jay? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it was 88 by the time they did the first one. And that yeah. had a number of famous jokes in there too. 
I remember the the tall guy joke. You remember he's got the guy next to him and he's yeah yeah he bellows because you think he's he's his head is even further up in the clouds or something. Or yeah one yeah of those yeah. Jokes they did that really well. So after that was cancelled after six short episodes, um, it became a cult thing. I do know that it did. It did. And it's he's then gone on to make Naked Gun. So that was that's probably the one that you and I remember the most Absolutely. as kids. So the first Naked Gun, 88? Yeah, I think so. It yeah. was late 80s, I know that. And it did okay. I know money-wise it did okay. Well, over the three films, if we look at all three, uh, 65 mil and took in 477. That's epic. Oh, wow. Um, I think it just shows in the 80s people wanted this slapstick parody comedy yeah and it was the first one for that period to do it heavy-handed like really heavy-handed throwing on thick there's a great episode i don't know if it's the second movie there's a great one where he's doing the dragnet narration and he says Uh, i just took my car to the to the um to the uh car wash but he's actually rushed through it and it's got all the guys still on it trying to wipe the car down while he's trying to get to the job yeah did a lot of those jobs there's a scene where he goes to to a scene of the crime and you know, the chalk outline? Well, one's done a, Oh, yes, I remember that. An Egyptian on the wall or something, and I'm just like, all right, this is really cool. I love all this stuff. So it was yeah. a lot of those, yes. So the three of them. Yep. They're obviously quite successful to, for the studio to make three. Yeah. Which was the best? I have to be honest. I think it was the first. Yeah. I really do. I think the first one was... They were all good. I mean, if you liked yeah, that yeah. style, you, you would not have a problem with any of them. I didn't mind the third third one. Second one and the third were the ones that most people knew. The first one was sort of like a cult, yeah, quiet yeah. opening thing. But then because they got much larger, you know, everyone were involved. So in the later ones, a lot more cameos. They had a few in the first one, but not many. And we can't uh, neglect to mention it starred none other than our famous... Uh, Bronco driving uh, murderer, Mr. Simpson. Yes, I was about to say that. That was the big thing he did after in his later life before all that. Everyone remembers him for that. Or should I say, not a murderer. Yeah. But the other person I've got to mention is George Kennedy. Yeah. George Kennedy was also a very serious actor. He'd won an Oscar for Cool Hand Luke. He'd been in a lot of westerns. I remember him in both Cutler Robert Aldridge's movies, Fly the Phoenix, Dirty Dozen... He was in a couple of movies with John Wayne. He did a couple of movies with Clint Eastwood. He'd done it all. But the same thing, I think his career was slowing down. It was the same. I need a job. And like Leslie, he was in the second Creep Show, Jay. So they, yeah. both in, so they were just like, I need a job. Give me what you want. And I think he was in a film called Death Ship, which you were a fan of. He was also in that as well, like a horror What year was that? 1980. Yeah. So... I remember that. And he was always a fixture. As soon as you saw him, you knew who he was. And he lived to be in his 90s. Yeah. Both him and Leslie, I might add, lived to be up there. They got up there in oh, the yeah. ages. Yeah. So I, I remember a lot of those with these guys. Yeah. I And I love that slapstick comedy. Even, and, and like 80s was obviously the prime time for it. But, but it came out of the 70s as well. There was a lot of it in the it 70s. It did. But it, we can't neglect the fact that these slapstick parody movies continued on into the early 2000s. They're pretty much dead now. I, to be yeah, honest, there's are. not many of them now. Except the Wayans did a bit. Yeah. The, the, well, the, the Wayans tried to bring it back. Remember the scary movie, um, Haunted House? Uh, those sort of movies, vampires yes. suck. Um, uh, and Seth uh, McFarlane does a bit of it yeah. as well. But no, there's not many of them doing it anymore, which is a shame. Yeah, I love that style comedy. So just off the top of your head, which ones with Leslie other than the Naked Guns do you remember? Other movies? Yeah, because or... he was the king of it there for a while. Oh, uh, Mr. Magoo. 
Yeah. Uh, I was going to say um, Spy wrong, Hard. Yeah, Spy Hard. I actually watched a bit of that the other day uh, and wrongfully accused, which I think is the Fugitive ripoff. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And, of course, the one that we were talking about earlier with Mr. Brooks, Mel Brooks is one and only Dracula dead and loving it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, he was the king for a long time there with these movies. And yeah. I, I mean, someone asked him and he was just happy, like he said, I'm happy to work. I'm happy when someone offers me a job. Yeah. I mean, by this point, and my brothers both said this, when they saw photos of him when he was younger, it wasn't natural to them. They were so used to him with the, the white hair that, yeah. that seeing him even in a Western like that, which he did a few of them. That it was, it was, that's normal. But when he had gray hair, it was like, uh, brown hair, it was like, nope, nope, that's not right. Not with him. Yes. But yeah, he was in the original Poseidon Adventure. He played the captain at the start. And he was actually in the scary movies. Yeah, he, he was the president yeah. or something. And like, Superhero Movie, which was another ripoff yeah, in early. the early 2000s. So, and that was the same, it was the same boys from Airplane and that on the later scary yeah. movies and that. So like, what's a parody movie even in the early 2000s without old mate Nielsen? Stan Helsing, there's another oh, one. I didn't know that one. No, <laughs> from the makers of Scary Movie. So yeah, he, he was, he's definitely the, you know, the, the, the face of these parodies. And now that he's gone... There's uh, not really anyone else. There's no. not nobody else to sort of carry that mantle. No. Um, Spy Hard. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. We, we know that's another rip-off of Bond. What I remember the most about that is the opening title sequence song sung by Weird Al, and he does the yes. famous uh, Shirley Bassey holding the, the the note, but in this case his head explodes because he, he holds it for too long. Too long. And they also do a parody of the famous water... Swimming through water sequences from oh, yeah. Thunderball, but as a fat lady that goes through one scene, oh, I'm like, you could not do that now. And you remember his name, the agent? No, it's been so. Uh, Dick Steele? Or yeah, something? WD-40. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Steele, WD-40. And if I remember correctly, the one and only Andy Griffin was the bad guy in that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm back, twice as ugly. That's what the opening for his thing was for. Yeah. There were a heap of send-offs in that. I think there were a heap of cameos again. Even Hulk Hogan popped up in that movie. It was, yeah, he tried to blow up the bad guy, Rancor, yeah. and uh, he didn't actually blow him up. He blew off his arms. Yeah, and he has robotic arms. Yeah, and then the he's like, oh, I've now armed myself, yes. new arms. <laughs> arm me. That's what he always says in the joke, yes. Yeah, arm me. Um, so I, I actually liked it. I mean, there's there's lots of movies that rip off Bond. We know like Austin Powers and that as well. But it's more the 60s. But yeah, yeah. This yeah. was more recent, even the 90s. They do a good joke joke from two, uh, True Lies, Jay. Oh, really? There's a great sequence where the Harrier comes up and you think yeah. he's in the Harrier, but he gets out of the Harrier and the Harrier is actually part of a new sign they're hanging up and oh, things like okay. that. And I'm like, that works. Yeah, so yeah. So those kind of jokes still work. Yeah. No, I love that one. Um now, where did he go from there? So from Spy Hard, that was 96. So I think the next one is Wrongfully Accused. 98, yeah. That was one that I actually played at our little cinema, Joe. That actually played there. Oh, did it? Richard Grenner was in that. I think it was one of his last movies. He was in the Rambo movies. Most people remember him as Troughton. I saw this around 98, 99. Yeah, it was at the cinema. I do yeah, know. but I don't remember much about it. Um, it was it, it Send Off the Fugitive, but it yeah. Send Off. It, they do a joke from Titanic, you know, the famous... King of the world, yeah. they're out in the front, but actually a low bridge hits both of them and they fall in the water, things like that. It was a heap of those jokes. I, I will watch it, but I, I don't remember that one being as good as Spy Hard or um, Naked Guns no, um, no, or no. Dracula Dead and Loving It, which I thought was a great, um, a funny one also. So. How much did that make? Dracula Dead and Loving, they oh. made 10 mil in the box office at a budget of 30 million, so it was a flop, unfortunately. Yeah, um, Mel Brooks... 
stopped making films as a result after yeah. the 90s. But I still love a lot of his films to this day too. I don't know if you've ever seen both, um, speaking of Mel, uh, Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein, Jay, but you could not make those movies now. No, no. way in hell do you make them. That's why I love them, especially Blazing, all the all the ethnic jokes they did in that. Oh, God. But everyone that knows them still loves them. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. So do we have any other notable actors, do you think, that sort of can take this or have also starred in some parody or spoof movies? Like Leslie Nielsen's the well, first one well, that comes to no, hand. No, there is one other, yeah. and he was in three of them, and that's Jeff, it's Lloyd uh yeah, Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges. Oh, hang on. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. This is Jeff and Bo's father. Yes. Yeah. He was in Airplane. He played the um, he played the, the yeah. tower guy. Yeah. Tower, yeah. But he did both the hot shots, and the hot shots he stole both. Ah, hot shots. That's the other one I was trying to remember. That's why. Right. And uh, there's a great scene when in the second one he's the he's actually the president of Amer- of the United States, Jay. Yes. There's a great scene where he's outside the helicopter and he gets his hat and he waves, but yeah. he treads it in the helicopter yeah, way, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. puts the hat back on it's shredded. The chicken joke, obviously, from part two still stands out. See, I haven't seen part two. I have seen part one, and I loved it. I actually really liked it. It was Charlie Sheen at, yes. at his height in terms of movies. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, 1991, yeah. Um, I think I saw... I didn't see this until probably oh, early 2000s. So I saw it, you know, when it was sort of 12 years old, and I thought that it stood up quite well. It once again, this movie cost twenty six million to make, and it raked in one eighty one million. Oh, there was so hundred eighty one million. Was so many like Top Gun jokes and that, in very much of the, the the first movie, there was so many of those kind of jokes, but, and they were even part two, Ben. Yeah, twenty five million to make, and it made one hundred thirty three. I think this just shows that in those days, people yes. love it. Do you reckon if they made a uh, I, th- I think now it's too oversaturated. Yeah, it's but done. Not back then. No, no, back then it wasn't. That's yeah. why it worked. Yeah. And they were not taking themselves too serious. No. There's a great scene in the first movie that a character is getting a blood transfusion from another character <laughs> and he, he wivels away like a balloon. He deflates and just wivels away. So jokes like that really worked. And I think a lot of the jokes they made in these parody movies of the 80s and 90s, you couldn't do in our politically correct landscape of the present time. Absolutely. There's a great one with Saddam Hussein in the first movie where they drop a bomb in his lap and he's out by the uh, pool. So he becomes the main villain in the second one and there's a whole heap of jokes about him in that. Yeah. Um, I don't think they could have done a third one after those first two. It's sort of like we're we're done Yeah, yeah. But it was the same guys who did the Naked Guns. It was the same group of guys who did that as well. So they did a heap. During yeah, 30 right. years. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. So although it's slightly a little bit out of our, I guess, our time period, early 2000s. Were the uh, Wayans. The Wayan the... Brothers, yeah. They now, were the last. They were the last to do parodies. Now, the Wayan Brothers started off doing a show called Living Colour, which yeah. they did for 20th Century Fox. That's where they all pioneered their craft, including Damon. And then they all went on from there to do all the movies they did together, like White Chicks, like um, the first one they ever did, which was before Living Colour, was I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, which yeah. was a send-off of the black exploitation movies of the of the, of the 70s with people like Isaac Hayes and um, Jim Brown, who sadly just passed away recently. And those guys, that movie worked because those guys were just being themselves like they were in the other movies, just being funny. There's a great scene where Isaac Hayes puts all these guns on him, and me and Cal are sitting there, my brother, 
and he slips over on a bullet jay and all the guns go off at the same time. Oh yeah. So there was a lot of those kind of jokes and it was and for whatever reason he uh Keenan Ivory Wayne's the oldest brother. He tried to get people to look at the movie and they wouldn't, but all the Fox television people turned up and looked at it and said, "Why don't we give you a show? What if you did a show and it actually went for about 5 years." So you can't say that was a flop and that's where they all like the all their stuff that we do in the the next films and that all sort of started there, and it was actually one of Jim Carrey's first jobs too. That was a was a television job. Yeah. They needed someone. They said they needed a couple of white guys, as they put it. I think he does a lot of Netflix now, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, but, but like his last comedy one, I think was probably he did a parody. Sorry, I should say last parody was Dance Flick in two thousand and nine, which ripped off like. Um, some of the you know those dancing films. No, uh, I think he did a send off of Haunted House. No, no, Fifty no. Shades of Black. That's in the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. the send off of the Fifty Shades stuff. Yeah, okay. Fifty Shades of Black, twenty sixteen. Yeah, we did watch the Haunted House one, which I found out he put the money up himself to get made two point five million dollars, and it made something like fifty plus million. So the first. He, the first haunted house. Yeah, yeah, right. It made a bit of money, which he got back. So was that that's a comedy parent? That was just like a rip off of uh, paranormal yeah, activities. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I liked that one. No, but I, I respect him for putting the money up himself. That I was yeah. impressed with. But the second one didn't make much money at all. Oh, it did all right. But he made it. He put the money up. No one else would. Yeah. But yeah, he hasn't really done it since what we just mentioned about the Fifty Shades of Black sort of takeoff. I haven't heard he, uh, him much lately, but every now and again he pops up in something. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Um, Damon Wayans is the one I really know the most because of all the films he did in the 90s, including, you know, Last Boy Scout and Major Pain. And I think I a while ago we did a talk about Tom Hanks and Sally Fields, and they'd done a movie called Punchline. Yeah. And Damon was in that, and it was one of the first ones I ever saw him in. But Damon's actually in the original Beverly Hills Cop. He has a very memorable scene with Banana Eddie. Man. Oh, really? Legend. No, no. Playing Banana Man in Yeah, Beverly yes. Cop. Yeah, he's the one that gives Eddie the bananas, and he puts them up the tailpipe. But I didn't know that at first. It wasn't until I went back and rewatched that. And just recently, Jay, my dad actually watched that again for the first time in something like 30 years, and even Dad said, that's still good. That first Beverly Hills Cop is still good. When something works, it's timeless. Yeah, yeah. When it doesn't work, you never hear of them again, except in sort of cult-following situations. But most of the ones we've just mentioned, especially the 80s ones and the early 90s, they're still talked about. Yeah. So if they still resonate with us, I don't doubt we're the only ones that think that. That's right. Yeah. So what would you give the first, let's say Airplane, Jay, what would you give that? Airplane, I'm going to give that a 6 out of 10. Uh, I'd give it, it the same. Yeah, it wasn't a fantastic, fantastic movie, but it has, it set the scene for oh, these absolutely. these parodies. So it holds a very important role. Yeah, and then we wouldn't have had Naked Gun or no. even Hot Shots after that without that true, one. True, true. But they did do a sequel, I do remember that, but it's been a long time since I've seen that one. I can't remember what that's even about, that one. Okay. But it was with a shuttle. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't uh, Leslie. No, no, it was a different crew. Um and like I said, it, it nowadays the the market's too oversaturated. Yeah. But those ones, yeah, you'd still put those on. And maybe day. people are too uptight to be given parodies these days, Ben. I don't know. No, it's not just you, Joe. It's not just you. I stand by that as well. Too many but, Karens. Sorry, Karen, if you're listening. But yeah. No, no, Karens, plural. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I absolutely agree with you on that, Joe. I yeah. absolutely do. Uh, okay, what about the Naked Gun series? Do uh, Let's just collate them together. One, two, and three. Let's give them a score. I'm going to go a, a seven. I love the comedy. 
Or each of them seven? I'm going to give them all a seven. Okay, I'd actually agree with you on that. Yeah. I think, but I'd give the first one a 7.5. I just yeah. think the first one's just a little better because it was the first. But yes. the other two were still good. I absolutely still love the, the second two as well. But after the third one, I think they couldn't have gone anywhere else. No, I think no, it, was it was time done. to end it. It was done. But there's some good jokes in all three of them. I stand by that too. And finally, Hot Shots, what do you give that? A 7, the first one. A 6.5, the second one. But same thing. If you like that humour, it still works. And yeah, I'm going to give them both a 7. Yep. Yeah. I just think the first one was better than the second one. Cool, well, that's it. Thanks very much for listening to Retro Guardians. We'll see you again soon. Retro Guardians.